Young Bleed, the gold-selling hip-hop artist. Young Bleed, what's up, baby? Man, finally, finally, man. We in here, man. What's good with you, finally? Oh, man, let me tell you something, man. First of all, it's an honor and a pleasure, man, for you taking time out of your super busy schedule, man, to come on the show, man, and vibe out with us, bro. So I, I am so grateful, man. Oh, man, I appreciate y'all having me, bro. That's much love and respect, bro. The same here, you hear me? Thank you so much, man. We're going to go ahead on and dive in, man. I mean, we got listeners listening, man, everywhere. Everybody been waiting on this, man. They've been, they've been, I've been getting emails, man, from everywhere waiting on this episode, man. Everybody been wondering what's going on with Bleed, and they, they've been hitting me up, and I'm like, man, I'm going to have the man on the show, and we're we going to answer all these questions that y'all want to know, man. Yes, sir. Let's get it on. So we're going to dive right into it, man. Um, I got a question, man, from one of uh, one of the callers, man. They they wanted to know um, how did you get the name Young Bleed, man? Um, I started rapping in about '83 when I was about nine years old in the fourth grade, and I went through a series of names along the way. But um, when I got ready to get my big deal, man, um, through P No Limit and Priority Records, CeeLo Records, um, before I started making those records, like you know. The early 90s, mid, you know, toward the mid-90s, I thought about, you know, once I consider myself whoever I want to be or whoever I am at this time, then I can't go back from it. So what, what meant the most to me, I spent a lot of time with my granddaddy. He was a World War II veteran. His name was Good Bleed in these streets. You know what I'm saying? So I told him before his passing that one day, you know, I wanted to be a rapper and I wanted to own my own. And this had a kid, you know what I mean? I visualized that. So... When it came down to it, I thought all the way back of what this really meant to me. So I just took a chip off the old block, man. You know what I mean? Put the family name on my back and been walking with it ever since. You hear me? Wow, man. That's, now, that's that's some information right there, man. Wow. Yeah, man. So, when you started rapping, was, um, what, what was the concentration? Were you, were you with the concentration camp or you wasn't really with the concentration camp? Or what, what, what was that situation? Let me straighten that out for you and for the world to know. I'm the father. The whole origin, the whole idea of the concentration camp was me, based on my granddaddy being a World War II veteran, based on me being born on June 6th. So the whole evolution of the concentra concentration camp was me that I spread it on, you know what I mean, throughout CeeLo Records. And, you know, certain members came along later on, but original origin was me. Um, the group Lalo that consisted of Max Manelli, um, Lalo. I mean, I'm saying I said Lalo, but Max Manelli, Jay Vaughn, the, um, the Grammy producer, Happy Perez at the time. So you know, it was a, a young group under us. You know what I mean? And it was a group together. So we branched to formulate to make a clickalation name for all of us. CeeLo included the whole nine. So you know, I came up with that um that concept based on everybody at that time. And that part of the 90s from New York on down here had different camps and stuff like that. If you remember the boot camp click with, um, you know, Black Moon and Buckshot, them guys up there, um, Smith and Wesson, on down to the boot camp click that was Big Boy Records in New Orleans with Mystical. You know what I mean? Um, Black Menace, the Ghetto Twins, 
um, G Slim, so on and so forth, man. So many artists. So within that time, everybody was on that camp notation. So that's the, that's the one I come up with up um, for us. You did. Wow, man, that that that's amazing. Just to know that, just to know that you was affiliated with the origin and originator of like this whole situation. Now that, that's some knowledge right there. I just learned something. Oh, yeah. else. I've always been a big fan of yeah. Young Bleed and the whole Young Bleed brand. So, um, how did the how did the peace situation come into um, into play? Just in um the build a networking man and enterprise and um we had an establishment out here you know in Baton Rouge and P was coming back home to New Orleans and I think eventually they um they branched out of Baton Rouge for us um the No Limit on um, headquarters so in the midst of going back and forth and naturally loking um Master P hooked up and we started doing ruckus between the clicks like that. And in the midst of that, you know what I mean? I birthed that record, you know what I mean? Originally known as a fool, the remix is how you do that there. Pete liked it and offered to do a remix with, with, with the chance of a record deal, video, the whole nine. And the rest is pretty much history after that, you know? Now, now one of, I, I did get um, a call in asking about what, what they wanted to know. And this is something that um, I always was curious about as well with the whole how you do that there everybody knows that that was your song yeah now but when the video the visual actually came out it had master p featuring young bleed and CeeLo. can can you tell us a little bit about about how that happened and what was the situation with that um, we're playing this simple, man. In the summer of 1997, um, you know, Pete had his thing going on, full throttle, big blast, um, at Priority being his distributor for um, No Limit Records. So it's just three months around the corner after the death of um, Biggest Smalls, rest in peace, um, that they'll bring me out to California in the effort of, you know, the body soundtrack after it was coming out, the movie, and the soundtrack for that matter. But um, in the midst of that, all that just kind of evolved and he really released that record before I released it to the world with my solo album. So naturally, it was a Master P release, you know what I mean? But it was my record, you know what I mean? As well as a whole lot of other al- I mean, artists that contributed to that body soundtrack and, and numbers of compilations that P put together. So it was a Master P present, you know what I mean? So And that's what's known to the world other than what was brewing in the Southern um, origin, in particular Louisiana, with that particular song. So that's how that happened. That was the first thing, smoking that body soundtrack. It out, Ali Ooping catapulted my career. So six months later, yeah, I'd be birthed into the world. So, yeah, first thing first. Right. So basically that was, that, that was a major business decision made on, on, on your part. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody involved. Absolutely. Right. Okay. Okay, that, that that makes a lot of sense because man, I was uh everybody stood up and excited about it and stuff, and then you know a lot of people was some small time little controversy about that because a lot of people didn't really know, you know, yeah. why that was like that. But now you know we get an exclusive, and we know yeah. it, it was a major business decision that basically catapulted the whole brand and the whole situation out into the world globally. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, man. That's, Makes a lot of sense. Now, what I want to know, like, um, on a, from from a business sense, um, how as far as dealing with the labels, 
Like, how was how was that experience for you from going from a local sensation to being in the majors? Like, I know it's a whole different experience. I mean, could you can you tell us about that a little bit? Yeah, it, it's kind of like coming from the, the Negro League into the major league, man. More fans, more money, more exposure, more um, more exposure, more distribution, man. You know, the long arm. So from here to Australia, you know, I come from Baby Baton Rouge. So, you know, that was phenomenal for me at 22, 23 years old. Top of the world, you know what I mean? Sunset Boulevard, the CNN building, Hollywood sign down the street, Capitol Records and whatever else you could dream of for California dreaming. So that was, you know, a big shout out here again to Master P and everybody involved, man, that, that welcomed me into that type of thing at such a young age. So... I learned a lot about the game. I come from selling tapes on the corner myself, so I knew the hand-to-hand distribution and what I could learn locally. Oh, right. Okay. Um, let me get a drink or something with y'all, and y'all come back. Okay, okay. That's good. Yeah, yeah. I'll make you that. Yeah. All right. Yeah, man. So, you know, growing into that, from that, you know, you can't imagine. You know what I mean? I mean, it was the real, the head stand without being high and being and drinking. Actually, I used to didn't do nothing when I first went to California. Just right. grabbing the grips of the atmosphere. Three months here again after the death of Big, all that shit was, you know, kind of still brewing. You know, um, you know what I mean? And you know uh, what it is like about a year or so after the death of Pac. So all that was in the atmosphere of California. I was new to it, you know, from the street level only to the corporate level. So I had to grasp and catch on. I could say Pete numbers a hundred yards in the game, man. So them was the big dogs, and they was running through doing whatever they had been doing. I was, you know, was, I was new to it. So, you know, the world took to me. Everything was phenomenal. And then, you know, as um, I got into the situation, we had plans for the next at least five or so years for me to drop at least five albums or something like that with priority. Then, you know, with everything being major and well established long time before me and well over my head in the midst of that, while I was recording my third solo album, you know, everything kind of came to a crashing end for us where priority was concerned being an overall distributor worldwide you know they was forced to fold and all that type of thing they went into with capital rugged and so on and so forth so that kind of forced everybody back into an independence without jumping from one major to the next major you know what i mean so it was just you know that record company political structure that was well like i say long before a lot of us that was over our head so you know when it happened like that you can't do number right away you dig right so so in 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 that, in that situation um I know, I know that had to be, that had to be devastating with all of the plans and everything that was set in motion. And then for, for something like that to happen, like where, where, where were you like mentally as far as like restructuring and everything like that? Cause I mean, I'm sure you had, you had your entourage, you had your team of people that depended on you. And then when that happened, I mean, that, I, how did you handle that? even still being at a young age? Um, I was always that type of guy long before the industry, you know what I mean? Being this year, I've been doing this for like 33 years, like I say, since 1983. So 10 or so years way before I grow into that. So I came back into adaptation. My people embraced me. We restarted um, a whole nother um, clickalation that I was already in a, in a makes with called the Carly Young family. So I went back independent and got a distribution deal with, um, I started a label, got a distribution deal with Selecto Hits out of Memphis, Tennessee. And independently, when you're getting your money direct, you know what I mean? I still had good money, you know what I mean? In that sense, you know what I mean? If you know the math, 
on right. selling was not a million necessarily had to sell a million records to make a million dollars. You know what I mean? Right. Ten thousand records at ten thousand a piece, that's a hundred grand. So I still had that caliber of artist, so I could still put a record out into the world and still cash them type of chick. So I wasn't tripping at the end of the day, other than what's mine is the TV and the radio system. But independently, yeah, you know, I come from the streets, I got the streets, and that's, you know, all over the country. I'd have been able to branch and connect with so many independent up-and-coming artists and some of the major boys that's fans of my music, fans of my music as well as I'm fans of theirs, and that's, you know what I mean, throughout the world. You know, I got a record I'm working on in Russia right now, the Ukraine, just phenomenal, just what came out, that type of thing, you know what I mean? I was tripping out with a fan from Japan the other night, had, still had the taper balls in my world, I think as a female um, a young lady from Japan. So that type of things that just let me know, you know, and, and the beauty of the internet and everything that's social media now, you can, you know, spread your hands without moving from your seat. So in one sense, you know, maybe you might want to say it's a blessing and a curse, but like I say, due to the fan magnitude, God blessing the game, I've been always able to prevail on an independent level into the majors and back into an independent level. So it's the same structure for me one way or the other, you know? Right. Now, do you um how how did you with with everything being um you know with with CDs and and of course tapes and all that stuff fading out yeah. and stuff or whatever um how 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 do you feel as far as like um adapting to adapting to the new wave or whatever cuz i mean you come from an era it was a different era and um i feel like that era was more of a predominant era as far as the legions of people working together and sticking together as far as trying to, you know, grow each other brands and stuff like that. Now, now we're in a different type of atmosphere and a different type of game now. How do yeah. you, as far as like how the game is right now and, and the grind now, how do you feel about that now? Um, I feel like things gonna always evolve. It's all, it's always gonna be something brand new. So I mean, if you've been in this and, and and researching and doing your homework and looking at it for a long time, you can see certain things coming. You know what I mean? Like I said, we can go back far back from eight track tapes to reel to reels, and you know what I mean, four tracks, eight dats. You know, we went through all that system towards. You know, they're trying to outlaw the CDs or what have we now? CDs, DVDs. So you know, music gonna always you know what I mean, be a constant of the earth, but it's going to change in different forms. So I'm cool with that. Like I say, all the way up into the internet, everything. I mean, you could you pretty much record an album with your cell phone and videos the whole nine with, with, with that power being in your hand. I remember recording on four tracks and eight tracks. You got a certain amount of recording before you wear that tape out. And that, right. that become a whole nother cost in the studio, but not digitally. You know what I'm saying? It's a whole nother thing. Everybody got home studios. Everybody will start through the internet. So it's cool, you know what I mean? I respect it. It's just when the, the politics and the message and all that get out of hand. I always credit the era that was before our era, which is the 80s era that I, you know, 70, end of the 70s into the era. You know, I'm 70s baby into that. So I grew, tell people I'm old as hip hop, man. I'm 44 years old, man, you know what I mean? So this exactly 20 years later, this year, you know what I mean? Um, 1998 to 2018. You know, in celebration and anniversary to um, my balls and my words. So, in that sense, I've been able, I've been able to um, watch the whole evolution of this to where it is now. So it's just like, at one time we respected the OGs. You know what I mean? The old folks on the post, the um, the teachers in the classroom. 
to one right. degree. You know what I mean? But I remember certain things in preschool, the elementary school that was obnoxious. The teachers couldn't control our classroom just in the neighborhood and the city I was in. So I know how what it's like but when the kids take over the house, I'm going to put it in that perspective or take over the classroom. And that's what's happening now. You know what I mean? Um, Hip hop is a, it's a, um, a young cultural type of thing that's, you know, we all speak to each other universally and, and, and it's on us. We have um, to develop a certain edge for the responsibility that, you, that you're taking and what you're putting out into the world. It's good to have fun, this, that, and the other, but a lot of stuff, and as well as anything that's in the world, so you kind of can't point a finger at it. Um, I'm kind of like a descendant like this that's kind of between the young and the old. And what a lot of guys forget, as far as my whole name and the whole nine, it's only one rapper, period, in the history of hip-hop that had a name called Young Anything that was really on the mainstream level that the world knew about. Now, underground, I can't say that. But far as what we know into the world was Young MC in the 80s. Next young rapper with a young name is me. And everything young after me, you see what I'm saying? Right. It kind of birthed that generation in that sense. So I was saying that to say this. I'm that bridge between the gap of, of young and old. So I'm with what the young young folks is doing. But some of the stuff, you know what I mean? It ain't, you know what I mean? I as the kids and all that. And I, I don't like to sound like that type of person. I'm the same kind of hip-hop, wild street kid. So, I mean, you you name it. You know what I mean? We done did all the above. But you live to get older and wiser. than you see the effects it done had on the community, the mother, this, that, and the other. So if you have a chance to say anything or get on that microphone, man, you know what I mean? You know, I don't know if we can cuss on here or not, but I'm going to put it like this here. You know, hey, like the messenger. Okay, well, fuck the messenger. Get the message, man. You know what I mean? It's a message in the music. And if it's when it's a whole lot of nonsense, then how you expect the world to be? You put out garbage, you're going to get garbage. You know what I'm saying? So it's that type of thing. So, you know, and that's on a musical note. Whatever person in people's lives, that's, that's to each his own. But even more apparent now, it's in your face because at one time, you know what I mean? I mean, unless you had a backstage pad, knew somebody, you couldn't get backstage to get an autograph for LL Cool J or whoever. Now everybody can talk to you and, you know, discredit gets so, you know, outlandish to where some of it is cool and some of it is a lot of disrespect for kids that just take shots and do shit and just voice their opinion. There's real people out here and th- things take place. So, and that's that's the problem with it. When you can't book the shows because the, the promoter is scared that people going to shoot up the joints, all that kind of shit. I do street level gangster rap music, but I always try to put a moral and a message in that music to where you understand how I got from 22 to 44 years old. I'm still alive. I ain't in jail. I ain't got a need on my arm. So if you ain't learning from that page and the older folks that's before you, then you ask backwards. The world ain't just starting in 2000, right? You got to right. learn from somebody. You got to know where you come from and know where you at. I always say this to, to get where you're going. You know what right. I'm saying? Or it's your I definitely feel you on that, man. That, I, you know, yeah. That make a lot of sense because I mean you've seen you've seen a few decades of, of the game and you yeah. you've seen how how it has changed and what it has formed into now like 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 you know it is a good thing that you know youngsters are being able to provide for their yeah. families and stuff like that and you know find a way out but I'm I'm totally with you as far as like with with the disrespect for like the ones who paved the way and and. It, it, Oh, it go back, it go all the way back to the heavens. The problem we all got in life started in the heavens. You know what I mean? Before Adam and Eve, you know what I mean? Right. When, when, when God, when the devil disrespected God and wanted to run the house, you done forgot the one before the two, man. You out of line. 
that ain't how it happened. That ain't the truth to it. Ain't no money there. You know right. what I mean? It don't cost no money to be real. So anytime you think you're man enough to run daddy house, you get the fuck out of my house, nigga, and take the motherly niggas with you. That's They don't say it like that in the church. But, you know, street church, street gospel, and street politics, that's really what the problem is. You know right. what I mean? So even before you get mad at the devil, he a son of God, too. You know what I mean? That was just a disrespect for some. You know what I mean? That type of shit. And, you know, it, it's that thin line when you get to Pac and get the pimp that was saying, okay, when we go back to hip-hop, I remember in the 80s when my parents and everybody else was saying, it's a fad, you know, turn that loud-ass music down. You know what I mean? That we didn't think it was going, well, people didn't think it was going to last this long. So all the older niggas is saying to say, man, look, I'll leave you the house, but don't tear this motherfucker down, man. You know what it took for me to build this bitch? You know, I had to cut down the wood, level the grass, and you forget all that, man. You can't run in the house and piss all over you. Come on, man. You're disrespecting yourself at a point and all that, and what we fought so hard to get, you ain't got to worry about nobody taking it from you. You done gave it away, man. What you going right. to do then? Go back to the dope game? That's what right. I'm saying. All these dope boy records is cool, but educate people and let them know that downside like Pac used to. You know what I mean? The Iceberg Slim show you really what pimping and all that is. And the down, the fucked up shit too for these kids to make a choice of what they want to be in life. And that's everybody growing up, man. If you're going to lead, lead by example. Don't lead at all. Tell me something. Don't tell me nothing at all, man. Show me something new. You know what I mean? So that's all we saying at the end of the day, man. You know what I mean? So and that, that's all coasting anybody, young and old, man. You're ignorant, you're ignorant. You ain't got to stay ignorant. Pick up a book or go ask somebody, man. It's all here. It's too available now. Especially right. in your hand, you know, in your phone. Google whatever the fuck you could dream of and it's going to pop up. So, right. so, so, you know, some shit is negative spirit, some is positive spirit, man. It's that thin line. Here again, riders and punks, niggas and bitches, what side are you on, man? This is spiritual warfare that's been going down since the heavens. And if you know what it is, the devil was in control of music in heaven. So it ain't nothing new to those that know. But for those that don't know, man, shit. Um, I said this in the interview. You know, you know, Spice One, big bro, big homie to me, man, out there in Cali long time. But I remember, um, I think in the song he caught, he got on his first album, the self-titled Spice One, Money Gone. He said, oh, geez, that we could tell when the tags hit. New Jack try to run and get their ass split. And it's the nine that, um, that ain't shooting blanks. It's a cop who had a fucked up day and a little drink, man. So when you get to the Black Lives Matter, Trayvon Martin, and all this shit that's happening out here, that's what it's supposed to be about. It ain't about me getting all the money and running the corner and doing this, and I'm safe from it. What about your people? You got cousins, all that shit, you know what I mean? So it's the community that make us who we is, and that's the people that support the record. So I always respect the fans. A nigga go pick up a shovel, yeah, it's a day job. You got to treat it like that, whatever you're doing. So anytime, you know, you out of that 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 line, this shit going to fall apart. So that's what I, I, I get out the way. I was always told, you know, stay out the way. You ain't got to get out the way. So I try to install that to anybody that's listening. Everybody else, you don't want to listen. I told you, you're dead end. You're going here first, go here. Ain't got nothing to do with me. Right. Get this old being no goddamn fool, man. Don't get it twisted. So, you know. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Uh, how, how do you feel about um, what's your take on 360 deals or or even, you know, do you feel like the, the independent route nowadays is the best route to go or a 360 deal or I mean, wh wh what's your take on that? I mean, first and foremost, man, uh, to each his own is what works for you. You know, you can't say that the one man that, that the 360 might work for him. You know what I mean? Independent might work for this guy. 
a lot of guys that know the game nowadays, you want to come in, you don't want to end up in a recoup situation. So if you got your own money, you know what I mean? Keep your business, y'all. You know what I mean? Use each other's resources to get the record out. It's about getting that music out. You know what I mean? And then the audio visual. You know what I mean? All the sight, all the mind. So after the record come the video. So, you know, keep that direction straight ahead and whatever works for you. You know what I mean? It's, I mean, it don't take but one record. You can get a 360 deal and it could be the hottest record in the country, in the world. And from that, that brings four more deals. So it's depending on how you're looking at it and who the situ- you know, what the situation is. Right. Each right. is on at the end of the day, yeah. Right. I definitely I definitely agree with you all. Um as far as like um in the um do, do you feel like the situation that and this is kinda off of the subject, I wanted to get your take on um how you feel about about, about the situation with um Cardi B. How, how you feel about that situation? Because it's like, we don't really have, we have a lot of um, female in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's just kind of in a weird space right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, how, how do you feel about the whole situation? Like, um, as far as that? Okay. I mean, what's, what's um, specific situation you're saying with Cardi? Uh, um, I don't know. It it just it just seems like that they have like like they're 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 basically going at it. I don't want to really say that it's a attack by Nikki or whatever, but from what from what I'm seeing, it seems like an attack is going on or whatever. When I mean both of them are successful, Cardi B, of course, is the younger artist, you know, in the game that's that's blazing and coming up right now, and Nikki being yeah. more seasoned in the game or whatever. And, you know, they had an altercation at fashion week, you know, okay. where yeah, they, they almost had a, a physical altercation, but it was broke up or whatever, but it's been some little, little knickknack, little beef going on or whatever. I wasn't sure if you was, you know, up on what was going on with it or, or I just wanted to know how you felt about, felt about the game. Okay. Well, that latest situation, you just put me up on that. You know, I know about the blue coat and all that other, different things like that. I'll be watching. It's just dangerous and it's real out here, man. So it's like, you know, pick your walls, man. You know what I'm saying? I don't respect this about, you know, and you can't change life, bro. You know what I mean? I call from the street, so I know shit could, I did a song um, when I when I put out that album, the Tech Nine, the, um, the Preserved album that called on. what I say on that song, man? Uh, you know, it'll go down. You know what I mean? Sometimes shit'll just be happening. It's, you know, the sun out one few minutes. Then it'll start thunder and lightning. Shit have just happened out of nowhere. So you can't really control life and time. But what I say is this. I hate to see this from the young generation or anybody else, man. You know what I mean? Especially black folks and Chicanos alike. Hey, man, you know, we get all this money. And what about the gang? Bang wasn't killing shit in the street. Now everybody killing, 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 murder, charge, and losing your money to lose your life, man. That don't, I mean... Uh, I think our uh, loaded luck said that the calico in the battle, man, is getting all this shit here worth losing, you know, making your life shorter, man. You know what I'm saying? It's all for nothing. Pac and Big died two of the richest rappers in the world, but they wasn't here past 24, 25 years old to see their money. That don't make sense. So when I see that to Takashi and all that, I ain't no hater, man. It's much love, and I love hip hop and the culture, bro. So it's for all people. I come back from, I mean, I come up through like B Street breaking and all that, where you saw white folks and Black folks and Chicanos and Puerto Ricans and all that shit was the making of what hip hop is. So to turn it to what it is, 
all these beefs and quarrels. You know, we from the street, man. We from the south. You don't hear too many diss records down here when it's about that. And they come to your house, man. I ran with Pimp Nam. You know, I'm running with the water boys out here. All the way from here to L.A. So I look at shit in a different way. And a lot of that shit is like Pimp say. It's wrestling, man. You ain't gonna really want to do nothing with each other. If it's about that, go handle your business. You know what I mean? We respected, you know, female rapper like Lit Kim that ain't red. You know what I'm saying? Rem and Ma that put that thing in your life because they have they, they they real street women from that right. sense. I own my big dog pimp. So for who I don't know, I done saw it through the eyes of men and all that kind of shit. So when it come down to life, you got children out here. I got grandkids. I ain't no punk by far. It's whatever. So I'm gonna speak my mind wherever I'm at. And what's real is real. What's right was right is right. I said the difference between what's right and what's wrong is the truth. You might right. have one man in one corner with a pistol in his hand, another man dead in the other. Now, he might have been wrong for killing him, or he might have been right for protecting his life. We ain't going to be that a judge. But the truth is, he dead than a motherfucker, man. Right. You know what I mean? So I deal with truth, man. And if it ain't about life or death, it's a little bit of shit, man. It ain't worth the while, man. Get your money, go home, enjoy your people, and do what you can for the people that got you where you at. Ain't none of us God, ain't no man aboard the crew, man. So, right. That's how I look at it. So a lot of that shit, like I said, I stick my head in it, bro. I'm a little bit older nowadays, so I ain't even involved. You know what I mean? I feel like how my parents used to say, I don't know all the young rappers and all this. And I feel all but ashamed of myself because I'm in the culture. Right. I'm a pioneer in the southern structure of the culture. So it's a lot of ways I feel about the shit. I tell who listen. But the rest of that shit, it just don't make no sense, especially black on black. And we we, we black lives matter one day, but then we on record saying, bitch, when I see you, I'm a kid, your mama, your dog, and... Wow. Yeah. Yeah. How you gonna be a pimp in a trick, man? It don't work at the same motherfucking time, man. You know what right. I mean? Right. Hey. Let me ask you this. Um how did the um how did the whole the whole Tech Nine album and, and, and um you doing business with um with with Tech Nine? How 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 did uh can you tell us about that a little bit? Um, same family tree, man, you know what I mean? I come off the easy E, like I say, up into the Master P priority family tree. And in the midst of that, man, the first man to walk me off the plane and introduce me rightfully to California on the strength of Pete was um Dave Weiner, who's the vice president at um Strange right now. So he had been a friend with me, man, um, all over those blank years, man, for you know, for the majors. And we stay homies like that, you know, had all doubles and dabbles for the industry, but I was working on a record in Kansas City with some of my homies and um in the midst of that. Um Dave, you know, got in cahoots with my guy, um, shouts up to Chauncey Clyde out there in Kansas City Mo. So he let him hear a record and he was like, you know, you know bleed, yeah, whoop, whoop, whoop. Yeah, I know bleed too, man. Get bleed on the phone. So me and Dave picked up with each other 14, 15 years later, and he let me know he was over there doing some dealing with tech now and what kind of situation was I in. You know, shots out to Seabo West Coast Mob. Me and Bo have been riding, doing our independent thing together between the South and the West and the Midwest um, over the last 10 plus years or so and still to this day. But between that, we was between albums and contracted with situations, no beef, no bad blood or nothing. But that came about while we was working on a few things and it seemed to be the perfect situation for me on the strength of my guy, Dave Winer. So he again, man, shots out to Dave Winer, vice, vice, Dave Winer, vice president over there at um, Strain. Yeah. So, um, any uh, like so, what do we have? What, what what do we have? Like new? Like what's the what's the new the new vision for um for the young bleed brand? 
Um, what, 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 what do we look for in the future? Um, I got a new label. We actually birthed this label about in 2010 when I did that album with um Strange um called Trapdoor Entertainment. So um, when I'm saying Trapdoor, man, what I say, man, coming from the street game, you know, what I mean, to the rap game, I realize the same thing. Product is product. You know what I mean? You can take a hell of a salesman to sell products. So what I coined the coin the, the, the term I coined for is um making rap music. It's just like making dope. I call this the digital dope game. You dig what I'm saying? So Putting that trap dough up, holding it down, enforcing it. We cooking in the kitchen and selling everything out the dough. And I'm holding it down. You know what I'm saying? We holding it down, man. So in that sense, man, uh, I'm trying to provide a service for myself, up-and-coming artists that's linked with me. Um, starting with my son. I'm on my way to his show. His name is Taj Ramon. He's doing the R&B thing real big out here. So I'm on my way to that show right now, actually. So he's the first artist off the label. I got a lot of homies and crew around the world. So different varieties of music, bro. We just want to be able to do this shit like the post to go protect everybody, make sure everybody get they just do based on what I went through years ago to take the sacrifice and know what to do with the game. So that's where I'm at nine days. I got a new album on the way called What a Life. Three singles is available, you know, everywhere on um, far as the, um, the social sites, but definitely on YouTube. The first thing I released the song called the title track called What a Life. The second one is called We Don't Play That. The third one is called um, Shut This Bitch Down. So for those who not up on that, check that out. And also go to the website, www.trapdoorent.biz for all my latest and greatest, you know what I mean, videos, the whole nine, tour dates, and merchandise. So, yeah, man, that's that's me now, you know what I mean, nine days since 2010 going into 2019 in a minute, man. But, yeah, trying to wrap the year up. And um, drop this record, a few videos and stuff like that is in the make. You know what I mean? A few tours and stuff like that on the way. So yeah, I'm a busy boy, man. So on, so far. Is um, are you are you are you signing? Are you signing new artists? Let's just say like if 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 um, you know, new up and coming artists or anything like that 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 wanted to try to you know get you some music or anything like that, they would just go through the website. Yeah. Um. Yeah, pretty much, man. The website, um, social media as far as Facebook, um, I got a Young Bleed fan page on Facebook, Twitter's at Real Young Bleed, um, Instagram is the Real Young Bleed. So that man and um anything personal direct, hit me in a DM, man. I I shoot you to the email, get the music to me. I'm listening and like I say, building a label and trying to establish it, you know what I mean, get it on the right stoops. But um most so it's a lot of guys that's under the umbrella that I hadn't locked and key for as the paperwork yet, but just in the rebuilding process between nine and the top of the year, I'm finna do a compilation and all of those type of um type of things, man, to just let let the world know what's coming. But yeah, anybody that's interested, man, you got some high shit, man, holler at your dog. Get at me through that DM and I talk to you direct. I got people and staff to hold on, whatever we need to get done. And meanwhile, I'm out here. Holler. Bleed, man, I'm gonna tell you, it's 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 really, really, it's really, really been an honor, man. Like I'm um I'm like I'm like a huge fan, man, and I have been for uh for so long, man. You know, yeah, man, and I appreciate that. It's really, really, really an honor, man, and, and really um I'm really I'm really like I'm really so grateful, man, and so thankful, man taking the time like i say you on your way right now to uh your son's event yeah man 
took our time to come sit in with us, man, with the Vibe Show, man, and and, and just really just drop some jewels, man. And I just want to, again, just thank you. We had a rough start, man, but we got it right, man. Yeah, man, God is good, bro. You say late but not denied, man. So it is God's time and not our time. So what's meant to be, will be, man. On earth as it is in heaven. I live by that, you hear me? If you had, if you had, if you had something that you could say to up and coming artists, younger artists, and artists that's in the game right now, from all of your experiences and everything that you experience, if you could drop something on them, what would that what would that be? Order. God first, self-preservation. Family and business, man. Learn this game, whatever you're interested in. Educate yourself toward the books and libraries, everything else on Google. You know what I mean? My dad would tell my brother this all the time. Man, you want to play the game, but you don't want to read the instructions. How you expect to win the game if you don't know the game, man? So educate yourself, man, and master your craft and, you know, get your money up. It's out there. Wow. Bleed again, man. You got to get out of here, man. You, um... Getting to your son's event, man. Again, I thank you again, man, for coming yeah, on the show. And you definitely got to come back again, man. And absolutely. Chop, brother. Yeah, anytime, man, any place, bro. Same here. You know what it is. Tap my shoulders, man. Whatever you need by me, I'm out here. And whenever welcome, man, I'm going to get you them records. And um, as I progress and um, finish this album, I'm going to get that out to you, man. We'll pick up what we left off to be continued, bro, bro. Thank you so much, man. It's the Vibe Show Podcast with your boy, Kano the Don, and the one and only, Young Bleed. We out. My man. Niggas get dealt with. Keep your enemies tight, nigga. Never think quick.
Yeah.